Midday Treat with NAZ Elite, a monthly podcast in which I chat with Hoka NAZ Elite team members, and you'll get a behind-the-scenes scoop on their training, racing, and everyday lives. I'm your host, Eric Sensman. You can find our monthly podcast on SoundCloud uh, by searching Hoka NAZ Elite, and you can learn more about the faces behind the team uh, by visiting their website, nazelite.com, their Facebook page, Northern Arizona Elite, or their Instagram and Twitter, both at NAZ underscore Elite. Welcome to this episode of Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. Uh, this time I have the pleasure of welcoming Nick Hogger. Hogger, yep. Yeah, I thought it was Hagger. Um, a lot of people mess it up. That's right. Whole life. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, we're going to get to know Nick here in, uh, in this episode who joined the team back in July of last year. We're just getting around to this uh, this podcast yeah. uh, here in January or February now. Um, but I want to start with your name because okay. once I learned how to pronounce your name, I also learned about your, your new nickname. Your new nickname. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh, I don't know if Roy necessarily gets the credit for this one entirely, but... Um, he starts saying, who let the hog out once I started getting back into workouts? Get me all pumped up, lead the, t- you know, lead the rep way too quickly. Yeah. Um, and so hogs is starting to stick. Yeah, um, I like it. But we're rolling with it. Even Ben picked it up. It's on yeah. my Instagram profile. You know, <laughs> so here we are. It's yeah. official though. Well, I'm embracing it. Yeah. You know, if they're going to be saying it, might as, might as well get everyone saying right, it. Right, right. Yeah. You uh, you mentioned something earlier when we were talking, which is you you said you, you don't pace very well up here. Right. Which, uh, yeah, so you're from Spokane, which is what, a couple thousand feet above sea level? Yeah, you know, it's Not a little, I think it's around 2,000 yeah. or so. Um, and, and then you were in Portland. Yeah, uh, so well, sea level. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I want to get into both those things. But yeah, in terms of pacing here, how have you adapted to to the elevation here yeah you know i mean at first um coming off of injury and everything um i just had no no sense of pace anymore i mean none at all so i was just letting the guys kind of do the work and and you know the confidence comes and you start to lead reps and everything sure um but i think i just get anxious that i'll like you know make it too slow and then i'm i'm on top of the pace a little too much so that's just how it's been going so far yeah I think it's more of a learning process rather than like an altitude thing. So, right. Yeah. Have you found that um, certain types of workouts uh, you're getting a better feel for than others at this point? Yeah. I mean, I was getting into a really great rhythm during the summer when I first joined up um, and I was still in Portland. Obviously, sea level thing like is a little bit different, but I was still like in a rhythm of running where I knew my body and I knew pacing decently well, um, but it's just different up here. Um, it's completely different. So it's almost like each week is a little bit more of a learning process. Um, and I'm starting to, things are starting to click. Yeah. Things are feeling right, but yeah, it's coming. I think that's probably something that, yeah, figuring out paces and how they should feel, um, is tough for anybody who's yeah. training for a marathon. Absolutely. H- have you yeah. found anything in particular is helpful for you in terms of trying to dial in those paces a little more? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's hard because some days like feel great. And, you know, five minute pace up here will, will just be, you know, clicking off real easy. And then some days we'll be down in Camp Verde where it should be easier and I've, it feels labored. Yeah. Um, so really I'm just like, I'm throwing out like what it should be on a day and just getting, getting in a rhythm. Yeah. You know, I usually let a few other guys lead at first and I'm like, okay, I can get, I can get into this and lead this out. Right. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. It's taking a moment. Uh, well, before we get dive more into, to right now in training and racing, yeah. um, yeah, I do want to go back a little bit. For sure. Uh, as you mentioned, you're from Spokane yeah. and then you ended up at Portland. Yeah. Um, 
talk to me about that experience. So you and Fobble, of course, Scott Fobble was at yep. Portland as well. Did you overlap at all? When yeah, you we overlapped for a year. Yeah, for so a year. I was a true freshman, his fifth year, um, and that was a really fun time to join Portland. You know, obviously the history was there, and I was talking to them when they were, you know, seventh in the nation. Um, I was still being recruited by uh, Rob Connor and Jesse Johnson, who was the assistant coach at the time, and you know, and that sparked obviously my interest. I'm like, wow, this is the highest level program that's talking to me. Um, and, you know, as soon as things kind of panned out, I, I come and I join the team and, uh, you know, two months in, they placed third in the nation, first podium finish ever. Um, and, you know, with Fobble leading the way on that. And that was really cool. Um, I knew we had big shoes to fill, obviously, because they graduated almost everyone on that team <laughs> the year after. But it was, it was a blast. I learned a lot from those guys. Yeah. Um, and it gave me... Uh, just kind of a, a passion to like do it better than them. Sure. You know, the following years, which we ended up doing. So, yeah. Yeah. And so your highest finish while you were there was second? Uh, yes, team finish was second. Te team finish, yeah. Yeah, 2017, we were second uh, across to the NAU boys. To the NAU so, boys. Yeah. And, and you individually, what was your uh, best performance? I was 26th there that 26. year. And then I was 40th the following year. Okay. Yeah, so just snuck in that last All-American spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the last one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. last one, That's last great. spot. Um, so, so you mentioned, uh, yeah, so Matt Baxter was uh, yeah. Matt, now a teammate on NAZ Elite, yeah. was also running there at the time yeah. uh, at NAU, and then Rory, who you've mentioned, yeah. would have been uh, at BYU. Were you the same year? Yes, we were the okay. same year, like, all the way through. We're the yeah. same age, um, we had the same eligibility all the way across the board, yep. um, and raced each other a lot. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. How, how did it go? Which against those guys? Yeah, um, Baxter always kicks my ass. <laughs> <laughs> always. Kind of uh, race, man. Yeah, he he was always a stud. I was always kind of looking to him. It's just like, wow, what, you know, what's Baxter doing? How's he racing? Um, I was always, you know, in the mix, and he would take off on me, you know, in those races. But slowly closed closed gap over the years. Sure. And, and we mentioned it in some of our podcasts how he mentioned he goes um, when I was like first kind of getting to know him. Yeah. I said. Oh yeah, blah, blah blah. You know this race, and he goes. I'll be honest, man. I didn't even know who you were. <laughs> it was just like I was like, it's fine. I know, like you're a big deal. So. And I um, feel like Matt could say that without offending you, though. Oh, you absolutely. Know? He's just a nice guy. <laughs> you know, he's he's just from New Zealand, so he's just gonna be brutally honest. But <laughs> not, you know, no offense taken. We're sure. All good pals now. Yeah, so. that's great. But yeah, Roy and I knew of each other really well. Um, you know, it was. Uh, I think at conference, our record is dead even. Okay. Um. He beat me twice. I beat him twice. Yep. Um, but I'd say from that record, I get I get the wins because I beat him at conf one conference on his home turf. So, oh, dang. You know, sorry, Rory. You know, I, I had to take the glory there. But <laughs> he's not going to like hearing that. No, I, he, he's, well being reminded. he's well aware. He's yeah, well yeah. aware. Yeah. So um, it's been fun with those guys. Yeah, good. And, and does it feel, uh, in terms of the transition from Portland to NAZ, uh, we'll talk about... Yeah, how that's been because it's been right. about six months. But yeah. how is it having some of those guys around that you raced against in college and um, not necessarily trained with, I guess, but knew of? Does it feel kind of just like the next step? Um, it, do do yeah. things feel dramatically different, or it's it's been like a nice transition, smooth? Yeah, you know, it's overall, I'd say it's been a smooth transition, um, especially like in terms of training with new guys. Uh, you know, I think one of one of the nervous aspects that you might have or like you know not necessarily worries but is are you going to fit in with the with the group around you sure um and i found that these guys 
felt you know at this point that i feels like i've known them forever now yeah um you know we've gotten that close like on these yep. on these runs and i joined a little bit later just due to injury and everything but at this point it just it just feels natural having these guys around um and the thing is like they're really good <laughs> as well and so i think we're in this um point where like and now that i'm more fit and everything like i'm helping push some workouts and they're leading me in, in some of their strengths and that sort of thing and it's just clicking it's yeah. just it feels right um I, and i know i'm right where i should be so, sure yeah yeah and so we'll uh want to talk about your schedule because some yeah. exciting stuff coming up sure. um but but in terms of uh like you mentioned getting on the team kind of a little late because mm -hmm. of some injuries so you, you joined back in July, you were mm -hmm. training in Portland, yep. um, and you ended up uh, with a stress fracture bef yep. before you got here? Yeah, yeah. You know, things were feeling weird. It was about a week out from me moving down here. Okay. Um, we took a little bit of downtime because we just knew my travel because I drove down from Portland um, would make training a little bit more difficult. Uh, so it was pretty much, it was a really light week. Things weren't terrible. Um, but as soon as I got here, we wanted to get an MRI, uh, and sure enough, stress fracture my femur. In your femur? Uh, yeah, yeah. Had you so, had one there before? No, and okay. I've never had a bone injury before. Oh, so, wow. you know, it left a lot of, like, questioning of, like, okay, what was I doing wrong? Um, and I don't think there was any, like, one specific thing I was doing wrong. I think there was, I had a lot on my plate. I was finish, finishing up a couple, like, a job, an internship, um, new training, and just, like, uprooting and <laughs> heading south. Was, right. Like, it was all a big deal, and I think... Uh, something to be said about external stress uh, on the body. Yeah, I just think something gave, and that was that. So, yeah. Um, obviously, didn't make you know the pro step uh, as easy as as it should be. Sure. Um, not that it should be something that's super easy, but uh, it it just that's just how it went for me. So, right. Yeah. So the the takeaway for for folks out there that deal with yeah. the same thing maybe don't don't alter too many variables at once. Or yeah, something. absolutely. You know, just be cognizant of like you know what how much strain you're putting on your body no matter right. if it's uh if it's work or training or whatnot it, yeah it all stacks up but, and yeah. looking back what might you have changed would do you think you would have backed off a little more on the training given those other um, things kind of were having to happen i think anyway? the training was right where it should have been okay in all honesty yes it was new training but um i think i was able to handle things very well yeah uh i just would have taken one of those things out uh obviously i had to work so maybe my internship needed to be dialed back sure that i was sure. doing because obviously i wasn't getting paid for that but I, was <laughs> right. my, I was on my feet for like six hours oh really you know? so yeah and what were you doing uh i was in um i was in the weight room at portland okay just uh kind of shadowing and yeah. um it's something i want to get into later sure um it, you know, just training other athletes and that sort of thing. So yeah. it was early mornings, a lot of my feet squeezing in runs when I could. And yeah, just yeah. how it went. Probably weren't sleeping as much either. Yeah, as exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you made it here. Uh, but by the sound of it, uh, Coach Coach Ben was um, louding your, your rehab and, right. and how well you were doing with that. So you stayed yeah. on top of stuff as much as you could. While yeah, you, were you know, we, we jumped right in the pool. Um, and we hit like four workouts a week. It was it was in a the lot. pool. Yeah, it so was a lot of swimming. It was swimming. Yeah, so no aqua, yeah, aqua jogging. Yeah. No aqua jogging until like the very end. Okay. Right before I was about to hit the ground again. Um, so it was it was all arms. They didn't want me kicking because of the femur. And oh. too. So I uh, put on a little mass. Um, yeah. <laughs> they were, the guys were giving me crap about that <laughs> a lot too. But um, all the Hoka shirts didn't fit for a little bit there. That's, <laughs> that sort of thing. That's hilarious. But no, it. it you know, obviously the transition from the pool to running isn't something that's seamless. Sure. But I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be where I'm at now without that aerobic uh, base that I was able to put in. Right. At the very least. So. Do you have a history with swimming or was that new to you? You know, I've done a little bit of swimming in high school. Okay. Um, and then 
you know, I had my fair share of injuries during Portland. Sure. So I felt comfortable enough in the pool to get yeah. the job done. Good. Um, so that's just something that's there, I guess. How was swimming at 7,000 feet? It was very hard. <laughs> it was very, very hard. Um, the first few weeks, it was just like, uh, I'd go lactic, you yeah. know, <laughs> like with some of these harder sessions. Right. But within, you know, six weeks, I've, I felt like I could hold my own as a runner in there. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. What was, uh, did you have any like, big sessions towards the end that like kind of gave you confidence that you were fit enough once you got running that you weren't going to be too, you know, too yeah, far behind. You know, we would, um, we would alter between some like tempo work yep. followed by like, um, more interval, like interval sure. sessions. Um, you know, so I had like a, either a 25 or 30 minute tempo where I went basically like a full mile, yep. um, in that time. And then, you know, double back the next day f with like, you know, just some hard reps where I, I felt like I was just really strong and I was on top of it. I was flying through the water. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I, I could just recover quick, you know? So right. it was it started to get really fun. And, and I can't say, like, I'd be super excited to jump back in the pool. Sure. But, uh, you know, it got the job done. Here we are now. We're running well. Yeah. So. so you got back to running uh, what month then? Back it was in, in October. In October. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember your first running workout once you got back? I do. It yeah. was uh, 12 times a minute on, minute off okay. uh, with Fobbs and Baxter. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, yeah, we got this. Like, you know, obviously I was still a little nervous and yeah. um, it's only a minute, you know, but the minute off catches up with you very quickly. <laughs> and there was a slight hill at around minute nine and they dropped me like a sack of potatoes. I was just, I was off the back. I was heart rate spiked and it doesn't come back at altitude. <laughs> so I, uh, I was like, Oh my God, did I do anything in the pool? You're right. <laughs> and, this is uh, translating? Yeah. yeah. So for about six weeks, it, you know, I'd have days where I, I get through it just fine. And uh, some other days I just hit a wall sure. and I keep hitting that wall. Yeah. Um, but you just kind of keep, keep at it yep. and the things, it pans out at some point. So yeah, so yeah. it seems like it paid off. Um, you're going to have to forgive me because I don't remember the name of the race that you just finished fifth at. Yeah, USA Cross Country Championship. Thank you, yep, USA Cross Country. Yep. yep, and so top six uh, qualified for the Pan Am yes. Games, mm -hmm. which was the goal. Yeah. Um, so you did that. Yeah. Yeah, so how, how did that uh, – well, we, tell me a little bit about the race, but in, right. in terms of looking back now, like how, how important was that or how, how – in making you feel like, you know, you'd really come back? Yeah, you know, we put that on the schedule – when I was still in the pool, I was still swimming. Um, I had like two or three weeks left in the, in the recovery period from the injury. And it just gave me a sense of purpose. Like I, I couldn't wait to get back there, get back on the, on the grass. That's where I had all my best performances. Um, I was never like the strongest track guy in college. And, uh, and I'd raced there in 2016 for WCCs at the same course. So I knew that it was going to be right in my wheelhouse. I was very confident going into it. Um, and it like, even after not racing since 2018 fall, cause I was, I finished NCAAs, um, 2018 and then was basically injured on and off right. throughout 2019. So this was my first race in a long time, but I just felt, I felt at home. I felt alive. I felt just supremely confident in, uh, in my abilities to race well. So fifth, um, you know, I chipped away at the race, uh, each guy and found my spot and we're going to Pan Am's February 29th. That's so, great. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Same day as, uh, the Olympic trials. So all you yeah. guys will be, have big races. Yes, day. exactly. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what, how it lines up, uh, for race times, but, uh, sure. 
I know they're gonna be running hard. I'm gonna be running hard for those guys. Yeah, so totally. it's, it's a big month. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So you'll be there February 29th, and then you've got some uh, some goals on the track. Yeah, um, exactly. Going so forward. a week later, I'll be in Jacksonville, Florida for US uh, 15K champs. Okay. Um, that'll be my first road race. Yep. And then um, about a month later, early April, is the Stanford Invite 10K. Um, okay. And that's where we're going to try to punch the uh, Olympic trial qualifier. So, yeah, and I was yeah. talking to Ben about... Um, what that'll take so the yeah. 28 flats the auto but mm -hmm. it'll be softer than that um, yeah in terms will. of getting in what uh what's your 10k pr currently it's still 29.15 okay a couple of years ago yeah um so we're going for a big pr sure <laughs> but uh we don't you know in talking with ben it's just we aren't too worried about the fact that that's my sure uh, i'm a different runner than i was when i ran that right um We'll have been at altitude for a good chunk of time. Yep. Um, and we're hitting things pretty well as long, you know, it's just a matter of staying confident in the training. Yep. Um, making the right decisions in terms of recovery and just staying diligent in the weight room. Yep. And it's, it's going to come. I feel definitely confident in that. So, what do you yeah. think will be a good indicator for you, I suppose mentally as much as anything, mm -hmm. leading up to that uh, that 10K? Like, is there a certain workout that you think if you, if you hit certain times, like that'll... You'll, you'll feel like you can do it or is it a whole body of work or what, what do you get strength from? Yeah, you know, I'd say it's more of a whole body of work. Yeah. Um, kind of like you said, like the ability to stack workouts at altitude is is the biggest thing, you know, because you'll have a day where you feel like a million bucks and it's like, oh, I'm going to smash 28 flat. But then two days later, if you can't recover from that, yeah. you know, that's, you got to, you got to be aware of that. Yep. And if you can stack uh, workout to workout, week to week, and then month to month. That's that's where it comes. Right. Um, and I, that was a, I was a firm believer in that at Portland, and I'm a firm believer in that now. Right. Um, I'm not saying I could go crush 20 flat right now, but I know by April we'll be ready for that. Sure. So yeah. And uh, the the race, the 15k, your yeah. first road race. Mm -hmm. um, do you is, is that sort of, uh, in some sense, trying to line you up for Stanford, or do you view like Pan Am's? Uh, uh, the 15k and then the 10k is sort of independent of each other or how are those working together for you you know i th on one end it's very good for um just getting in the in the habit of racing again just being competitive getting yeah. that uh, competitive fire and just like getting in and just racing guys hard um you know stanford obviously the goal is more of a time base yeah. but if you if we can still approach it with a competitive mindset, it's going to make the, the task a lot easier. Sure. Um, Pan Am's is fun because it's cross, and I, I know on an international scene by then I should be able to you know kind of show my own. Yep. And then 15k will be a great. Obviously, uh, it'll just be good strength. Yep. Um, out on the roads there with those guys, you know. So that, I guess they each are a stepping stone on the way to this big goal of getting to the trials. Sure. So, which would be my first outdoor championship ever. So, right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it, it all stacks on itself and it's yeah. all part of the part of the schedule. The uh the 15k down in Florida w folks I've spoken to about that race, they talk about the humidity and the bridges. Right. The, those are the two big yeah. things. How do you feel about humidity and bridges? Um I say bring it on. You know, <laughs> harder elements the better. Cool. Um more, that's, more that's opportunities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. More opportunities for people to quit, the better for me. You yeah. Know? So um, I know, like Pan Am's is going to be very hilly, so we're um, dialing into hills right now. Um, so I'm not really afraid of bridges and that yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> um, and then you know, humidity. I haven't raced in it a ton, but it's just a 
it's just something you gotta work with. Right. So do you think you'll do do any sauna work or, or anything? You know, we did sauna that? work leading into USA's. Okay. Um, I don't think we're gonna do that this time around. Um, we'll do that more for the Stanford Tech. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Makes but, sense. Yeah. Um, so you officially turned pro back in July. Yep. Um, what uh, you obviously ended up here at NAZ Elite. Yeah. What we've been talking more short term. When you look at kind of what you're trying to do in going pro, are there any um, overarching themes or like what are some mm. big things I guess you know you're you're trying to do? Yeah, you know, that one's like I don't necessarily have like a, a big answer for that. I I know all the roads are calling my name. I know the marathon's gonna be a strong suit, and you know for now like half marathon, 10k is gonna be where I'm at. I want to really ex like hit those pretty hard and, and see where that takes me. Um, I want to still be working on getting to those cross big cross meets. Yep. We've got a fun opportunity because USA's is back in San Diego next year, and then we're, it's a world cross year, so I'd love to make that team. Um, you know, and just seeing where this goes. Yep. Um, you know, obviously long-term, um, kind of what I told Ben is, you know, I know by 2024, that's that's that'd be my goal is to make an Olympic team there. Sure. Um, and for all I know, like 10K could be going really well, but I know the marathon is probably calling my name. Right. And so, obviously, we've had a lot of success, and I think the guys on the team and women, of course, at the end of the month will prove that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. How how much does working with this group sort of I guess influence? The, yeah, I don't know. I suppose your own goals. I mean, for one thing, I don't know which came first. I'm assuming your beard, but Fobbs yes. now has right. a beard. I don't know if he shaved, but last time no, I yeah, saw him. No, yeah, he still so. has a beard. Yeah, yeah. him and Scott Smith. I'm living with them both right now. Okay. Um, and I obviously my beard came first. <laughs> it did. Uh, so I don't want to say they're copying me, but right. they see the the potentials of beard strength. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but no, those guys like, you know, these guys have just been at it for years at this point. Um, I think the time is now. And it, it just shows the diligence of the sport because it doesn't all come at once. Right. Um, you know, Steph Bruce has been at this forever. Kellen has been at this forever. Um, and that's just, it's just phenomenal to be around those, those athletes. And um, I, I can't say like, I've like, I can't like pick one thing I'm learning from all of them, but it is just this cohesive mindset and energy of just going and getting the job done. Sure. Day in and day out, no matter what the conditions are or what the workout is. Um, I just see them grinding so hard and just like, it's, it's super exciting. They're yeah. crushing long workouts, a lot of mileage, and they're just, they're just getting after it. And that's, um, that's really inspiring for me. You sure. know, it's like, you can, if they can do this, you can do this too that sort of thing. Right. So I'm excited to be racing on the same day as them. Yeah. You know, I'd love to be there cheering, cheering them on, but I know I'll be holding them in my mind. Right. Every 29th. So well, hopefully, yeah. uh, yeah, hopefully the start times align. So maybe yeah, no, you I, can both be watching each other. Totally. Races. Yeah. yeah. Or following along. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hogs. Thanks hogs. for joining us. I, I guess I'm on board with calling you that now. Too. All right. Yeah. Sounds good, man. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. Cool. Thanks. Thanks.